Hello, this is Salil from newslaundry.com bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Friday, the 24th of December. India recorded 7,447 new cases of coronavirus in the last 24 hours, pushing the total infection tally to over 3.48 crore. The number of new infections is marginally lower than yesterday's count of 7,495 cases. With 434 deaths in the past 24 hours, the cumulative death toll has climbed to 4,78,759. 122 cases of the Omicron variant of coronavirus have been recorded in a span of 24 hours, the highest so far, pushing its tally in the country to 358, according to the Union Health Ministry data. The Allahabad High Court on Thursday urged Prime Minister Narendra Modi and the Election Commission to postpone the upcoming Assembly elections and ban political rallies in view of concerns about the Omicron variant of the coronavirus disease, reported the live law. The Uttar Pradesh government today announced a night curfew in the state from 11pm to 5am as a precautionary measure amid rising Omicron cases. The curfew will come into effect from Saturday night. This is the second state to bring back the night curfew after Madhya Pradesh's announcement yesterday, the Indian Express reported. Amid growing concerns of surging COVID-19 cases, the NDTV reported that the United States has announced that it will waive the in-person interview requirement for a range of visa applicants during the entire year in 2022, including for H-1B workers and students, many of whom are from India. The H-1B visa is a non-immigrant visa that allows U.S. companies to employ foreign workers in specialty occupations that require theoretical to technical expertise. Globally, the coronavirus has infected over 278 million people and caused more than 5.3 million deaths so far, according to the Johns Hopkins University. Five people were arrested today in connection with an attempt to blackmail Union Minister Ajay Mishra Taini with the videos of the violence in Lakhimpur Kheri, according to the police. The arrested men attempted to extort crores from the junior Home Minister by claiming that they had incriminating videos and other evidence against him that linked him to the violence in Lakhimpur, the NDTV reported. According to the police, Ajay Mishra reported the extortion calls last Friday, after which his home in Delhi was placed under surveillance. Four of the men that have been arrested are from Noida and one from Delhi. We received a complaint from the minister's staff that he had received phone calls for money. NIFIR was lodged in the New Delhi district, said a Delhi police officer. The minister's son, Ashish Mishra, is accused of running over farmers in Lakhimpur Kheri on October 3rd. He has been in jail ever since his arrest in October. Both the minister and his son have denied that they were present in Lakhimpur Kheri when the minister's convoy rammed protesting farmers and crushed four of them. Listeners, if you've been following the news, the reportage by a section of the media on the Lakhimpur Kheri violence has included inflammatory narratives, opposition blaming and even attempts to delegitimize the farmers' protests. Behind the dramatic headlines and high decibel shouting matches, what get lost are the faces, names and stories of those who lost their lives in the violence. The four farmers, a journalist, a driver and others. News Laundry reporters Nidhi and Shivangi were on the ground, piecing together what actually happened on October 3rd this year and talked to the families of those who lost their loved ones in the violence. One such person was journalist Raman Kashyap, who was mowed down by the speeding vehicle during the incident. Nidhi and Shivangi talked to Raman's family about the violence. Raman's brother, Pavan, told them that the family was being pressured by the police to file a complaint that Raman was beaten up. But according to the family, this is not what happened. 
They say that he was killed by one of the vehicles that rammed into the protesters. You can read this report titled, Using my brother for balancing act. Lakhimpur journalists' family say they are being pressured on www.newslaundry.com. Also, while you're there, you can check out all our reports related to the violence. I'm sure, listeners, that after reading these reports, you will see for yourself the difference between factual and accurate reporting from the ground and angry commentary from inside TV news studios. And if you prefer the first one, support our independent and factual journalism because we can't continue our work without your support. We are a 100% ad-free news platform running solely on the support of our subscribers. You can also become one of the propellers of free and fair news today. Head on to our website and hit that red subscription button on the top right corner. Subscriptions start as low as Rs 300 a month. In connection to the hate speeches at a religious conclave in Haridwar, a case has been registered after the open calls for genocide and use of weapons against Muslims caused outrage and condemnation on social media. A Muslim who recently converted into Hinduism is the only person named in the FIR. No arrest has been made in the matter. Initially, no FIR was filed as the police claimed that there was no complaint. When asked about the videos that were doing rounds, Haridwar Superintendent of Police Swatantra Kumar Singh said that the police are monitoring the situation. Jitendra Narayan, earlier known as Vaseem Rizvi, is the former chairman of Shia Waqf Board of Uttar Pradesh and the only person named in the FIR filed after a complaint by Trinamool Congress leader and RTI activist Saket Gokhale. According to the FIR, he and the others have given derogatory and inflammatory statements against Islam at the conclave. Hindu Raksha Sena's Prabhutanand Giri photographed often with BGP leaders including Uttar Pradesh Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath and his Uttarakhand counterpart Pushkar Dhami told the NDTV and I quote, I am not ashamed of what I have said. I am not afraid of the police. I stand by my statement. Unquote. Those who organized the event and gave the hate speeches maintain that they have done nothing wrong. In one of the videos, Prabodhanand Giri is heard saying and I quote, like Myanmar, our police, our politicians, our army and every Hindu must pick up weapons and conduct a Safaya Bhyan, there is no other option left. Unquote. The Chief Minister of Punjab, Charanjit Singh Channi, said today that there was no evidence that there was sacrilege in the Kapoorthala incident which led to the mob killing of a man just before a case of murder was filed against the Gurdwara caretaker. A man accused of trying to remove the Nishan Sahib at the Gurdwara in Punjab was chased and beaten to death in the presence of the police. The caretaker of the Gurdwara, Amarjeet Singh, has been arrested and charged with murder. Around 100 unnamed people are also listed in the case. 25 to 30 of them were armed, the police told the NDTV. According to the police, the act appeared to be a theft as there were no visible signs of a sacrilege attempt. The man killed remained unidentified and his body was cremated by the city's civic authority. He was attacked with a sharp weapon, according to the post-mortem report, and he had 30 severe cuts on his body. According to initial accounts, this was the second case of sacrilege in Punjab in the space of 48 hours. The incident took place a day after another man was beaten to death at the Golden Temple in Amritsar over an alleged sacrilege attempt. The lynchings in Punjab have heightened tensions as campaigning for state elections begin early next year. Sikh religious remained a serious issue in Punjab. Veteran Indian spinner Harbhajan Singh announced his retirement from all forms of cricket today, the NDTV reported. 
the off-spinner took to Twitter to make the announcement and also shared a video on YouTube in which he explained the reason behind his decision. Harbhajan was an integral part of the Indian team across formats in the 2000s and helped India win the 2007 ICC T20 World Cup and the 2011 ICC ODI World Cup under MS Dhoni's leadership. The Indian Express has reported that Harbhajan has taken a total of 417 wickets in 103 tests, 269 wickets in 236 ODIs and 25 wickets in 28 T20s throughout his illustrious career. However, the moment that made him a household name in Indian cricket came early in 2001 as he played a stellar role in helping India beat Steve Waugh's all-conquering Australian team in a test series. The off-spinner picked up 32 wickets in the series, which included a hat-trick in the match, which was the first by an Indian bowler. Harbhajan took to Twitter to announce his retirement. He said, and I quote, All good things come to an end, and today, as I bid adieu to a game that has given me everything in life, I would like to thank everyone who made this 23-year-long journey beautiful and memorable. My heartfelt thank you. Grateful. Unquote. Renowned writer Joan Didion, who was a significant part of the new journalism movement in the 1960s and 70s, died at 87 in her Manhattan home late Thursday. According to CNN, she was suffering complications from the Parkinson's disease. Didion was born in Sacramento City, California in 1934. She received a Bachelor of Arts degree in English from the University of California, Berkeley. She started her career as a journalist with the Vogue magazine. She made an important contribution to the new journalism movement in the 1960s and 70s alongside writers like Tom Wolfe and Truman Capote. New journalism seeked to communicate facts through narrative storytelling and literary techniques. Her final article did not have the conventional journalistic story structure. It consisted of well-formed characters, sustained dialogue, and ardent plot lines. She was given the National Medal of Arts in 2013 by the former United States President Barack Obama. He described Didion as one of the most celebrated American writers of her generation and one of our sharpest and most respected observers of American politics and culture. She was paid tribute by various writers, actors, and social media users. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.